Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Today, we are going to discuss an important topic um, that's been in the media recently, frauds and scams in adoption. Um, But, you know, each of these programs have fallen short of exactly how to avoid frauds and scams and adoption. That's what we're going to discuss today on how to really keep yourself safe uh, in your adoption journey. Today we're going to give you some valuable information that can help you save heartbreak and time and money. And um, this show is definitely something you can't miss if you're interested in adoption or know someone that is interested in adopting too. Before we start, I'd like to also remind you to sign up for our weekly email show. Um, The email reminder will come to you um, in your email. So visit our site at letstalkadoption.com and click on the free reminder on the left side of the site. You'll also find another resource and links um, to help you whether you're seeking to adopt already parenting or if you're hoping to reunite with a birth family. Um, There are past shows available also for you right now as well. And remember to send your email questions in to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. I've asked Heather Featherston from Lifetime Adoption Center to join us today with some of the questions that we see about avoiding fraud and scams and exposing the scams hopeful adoption parents can can fall into. Today we're going to give you uh, and some of these red flags to look for and some tips to avoid the same mistakes. So make sure you have your pen and pad out so you can take some notes on here. And we will have a, a copy of this program available also for purchase after the, the, um, the show. Welcome, Heather. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much for having me, Marty. Well, you're one of the senior adoptive family coordinators at Lifetime, and you work daily to keep adoptive parents and birth parents safe. So you see a lot of what we're going to be talking about today uh, in avoiding this. Um, So I know that you have a lot to share, and you've got a lot of questions to ask me, too. So I'm going to let you just take over at this point. (laughs) Well, absolutely. This is something that, um, you know, even though we're adoption professionals, we are on the lookout for this. But adoptive parents need to know what to look for when they may be speaking to birth parents or just, you know, in a situation. They have to be aware of kind of what the warning warning signs are. So, you know, I know that families who have gone through this, it's been very difficult. But, Marty, maybe you can share a little bit about why anyone pursuing adoption should be aware of, you know, of, of just the reality that there are people who are trying to um, to scam them. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, adoption creates an opportunity for for unscrupulous people to take advantage of hopeful adopting parents. And I have been there. You know, I've had people try to scam me when we're trying to adopt, you know, both emotionally and financially. So it isn't always just money. Uh, many times it can be just an emotional drain and uh, a financial scam. So um, we're going to share some of that today. You know, a lot of what's happening um, is the Internet is wonderful, but also can um, be a, a new way of people that can get to you that can cause problems in your adoption search. So it's still wonderful, but people need to be aware. Um, you know, there are penalties um, for people that are causing these crimes, but many times, um, depending on the crime or the state, um, the the penalties are very light or non-existent. So we're hoping to change that with some laws. I know that, uh, as you know, Heather, I'm working with uh, California to get some new um, laws in place um, for adoption um, that we're working on currently right now that will help us with adoption facilitators being licensing. And um, I've testified twice to the Senate and also in front of the Assembly. 
uh, here in California, and I'm hoping to get those laws um, being part of that, to get that in place um, for 2007. Wonderful. So we'll let you know. But, you know, a lot of times families try to do a lot of their adoption work themselves rather than use an adoption professional to save money. And I don't blame them, but, you know, this gives um, women posing as birth mothers a perfect opportunity to really take advantage of them. And many times it can be even someone saying, um, you know, someone puts an ad in the paper or they, they're out on the Internet um, or they put a notice up someplace and all of a sudden um, a stranger calls. Uh, you really need to have someone screening that for you. So, um, Absolutely. you know, Heather, there, just recently 48 Hours had a, um, a program. Right. They had a program on that, that showed a, a woman who had been posing as a, a pregnant woman considering adoption. And, um, you know, certainly this does, as you say, it, it opens the door for that. But when families are working with birth mothers, are there specific red flags that they should look for that would, would cause them to question or maybe do a little bit more footwork in the process? I, there are, and I'm going to share those. I think some of these adoption situations can be okay in some circumstances, but you've got to pass them by your adoption professional for evaluation. Um, the first one is a birth mother who matches too quickly. Um, you know, many times a, a, a birth mother or a birth family, birth father can be involved too, um, that wants to match very quickly to get involved because they want to get the financial support. They may say, you're perfect, but they, in reality, they really know very little about you. So be careful if they don't ask questions about you and, and, and want to know more about, you know, who you are and, and what you have to offer their child. Um, the other one is they don't ask any questions about your family or interest, your, your lifestyle, um, and that type of thing. You know, you've got to be able to, to make notes when you're talking first on the phone to them. And, um, and this is primarily domestic adoption we're talking about, um, where a birth mom is, is choosing a family. Um, and even if she's contacting an adoption professional, these are, you know, red flags they need to be you know, aware of, too. The other thing is... She will immediately ask for help with expenses, um, and maybe she will only match after um, she, you send some money to her. So that she dangles that carrot, and, and you, you know we've seen that people trying to do that and, and block them. Mm-hmm. Um, many times, they'll need expenses paid immediately within a day. Uh, something wired to them, maybe Western Union. I tell people, don't Western Union any funds to. A birth mother, go through an adoption attorney, go through your your adoption professional, um, your agency, and um, be sure that you have someone overseeing what you're doing. They should be handling all the financial, not you. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we have seen women try to make um, people feel very guilty or desperate. Um, we've had women contact uh, families, we've heard of this, that threaten to place the child with another family or get an abortion if you, if they don't do something like send money. Um, they'll, they'll play heavy on the sympathies. That's another one to watch for. Um, they appear very emotionally fragile. Um, they'll create huge stories that are uh, unbelievable stories um, uh, that will really pull at your heartstrings. Those are really hard. They're convincing hard luck stories that um, can really um, keep you tied into them that you want to help them, especially when there's a real soft-hearted adoptive mother or father. Um, and I know, Heather, you've got some stories, too, you know, of, uh, in, in the many years you've been working with adoptions that you've heard. 
absolutely. And and you know, I'd like to repeat repeat something you said at the beginning, kind of 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 this list of red flags, and that is that many times, you know, you can have some of these things occur in a situation, and the situation still may move forward, mm-hmm. but it's just something to be on the lookout for. For mm-hmm. instance, um, you know, in in regarding the hard luck stories. You know, we had one gal who would never call us back. You know, her cell phone got, you know, lost. Um, you know, she couldn't call from a pay phone because, you know, all these, anything we tried to do or communicate with her or anything, it, mm-hmm. she never was able to call back or email back or anything unless she needed money. Then she mm-hmm. was able to do whatever she needed. So those are there's situations certainly that kind of make your ears perk up. And certainly I know from working with adoptive families, you know, more than anything, you want the situation to work out. You just, right. you know, you just do. That's where your heart is. But, you know, that's why it's best to run the situations and the expenses and everything else, as you say, through an attorney so that you mm-hmm. have somebody else who doesn't mm-hmm. have the in- emotional investment you do that can look at it objectively and say, hey, you know what, this just this isn't right. Right. And there, like you mentioned, you know, we've done this, we did a teleconference the other day on this topic, mm-hmm. is that there are some states that do not allow right. birth mom expenses. So that's why it's important you you are working with a, a really great um, adoption attorney in your state or an adoption agency that's seasoned um, that can really help you with those things. Because um, as as open adoption becomes more and more prevalent in, in uh, the choices uh, for women, um, you know, we're going to have situations where people are posing as birth mothers. These are not normally birth moms these are just people that are posing right. and uh we share too that you know sometimes uh people get emails they'll be in an email dialogue and actually um if you don't if you're not able to speak to this person or meet them um we have seen situations uh in in the media because I'm, I'm gathering all the stuff for a book i'm working on on scams and frauds uh, that this is a 14 year old boy he, he's mm-hmm. not even a real uh, birth mother or a woman you know and he's just having fun and games and um, that's a very cruel um, game to play, a joke to play on uh, uh, these hopeful adopted parents with their hearts um, open for a child. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and also, just, just one other tip, Marty, is that if a family is involved in a situation and they are paying expenses through their attorney, um, be sure that the expenses are always going directly to what the need mm, is. For very instance, good point. If, you're helping, if you're helping your birth mother out with rent, be sure that the money is going directly to the landlord. You know, we have had situations where a family has has given a, a, a potential birth mother cash, mm-hmm. and you know, even if it's a, us. yeah, even if it's a good situation, you know mm-hmm. what? If you're paying expenses, when you go before the judge or when mm-hmm. you file your paperwork, you're going to have to show that you paid expenses and didn't buy a baby. Right, right, and anything that even looks like it, and you know, in some states, even. Um, offering to give them, um, you know, a, a mattress mm-hmm. um, can look like that. So you have to be very careful, and that's why um, learning. That's one of the reasons, um, you know, I wrote the book, AdoptingOnline.com, was to help right. people. But, you know, the other thing, the red flags to look for, too, um, are, you know, she seems detached from her pregnancy. She really doesn't feel like, you know, this is, she doesn't talk about it. Her focus is not on the baby but on herself and, um, you know, her needs. And this could be, you know, psychological. She's a, a woman that needs a, a lot of help. Maybe she's evasive, like you mentioned, about giving her home phone number out or other personal details. Mm-hmm. Um, and she maybe won't tell you where she's getting her prenatal care, which is really important because we want to verify her um, pregnancy. You know, the nice thing about what we have done, and I know if we, a lifetime, 
set up so that any inquiries that come in go right through the adoption coordinators and don't go on to the adoptive families so you can screen them out mm-hmm. um, before they get to this point. Because if a woman doesn't come through and she doesn't want to share, you know, her prenatal information, she's not going to make it to an adoptive pam- family. But that's not how, how it is with every adoption professional. Right. And especially if people are trying to save money and do a lot of this on their own, they can be um, really uh, manipulated. You know, Heather, we're going to take a quick break here, and we come back. We know we have a lot more to cover. We've probably got, you know, it's 90 minutes worth of stuff to jam <laughs> into this little few minutes, but um, a lot of good information, too. So right after this break, we'll be back again with information on how to avoid scams and frauds and adoption with Heather Featherston. children deserve a home, and Lifetime Adoption wants to help those children find a home. If you're starting to explore adoption, Lifetime can help you learn more and find the resources you need. Lifetime has been committed to supporting birth families and helping children for nearly 20 years. They offer guidance and encouragement during and after your pregnancy. At Lifetime, open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family, Choose how much contact you want and choose how you want the adoption to happen. The choice is up to you. Lifetime is known for their caring and genuine concern for the birth mother's well-being before and after adoption. They're able to provide adoption services to prospective adoptive families and birth parents from all over the nation. And Lifetime provides you with a 24-hour hotline for support and guidance. To find out more information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com. Give the gift of your home to a deserving child. Call 800-923-6784. Well, welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell. And if you just joined the program, we're talking today about avoiding fraud and scams and adoption. We've seen a lot on the media lately, and we want to give you some definite um, tips on how to avoid that um, and not just scare you. So these are some good things um, to be uh, in, in tune of and, and be aware of. Before we continue, um, we receive a number of emails daily from listeners asking about adoption. Um, there's a resource I want to share with you. It's uh, um, helped a lot of our listeners. Uh, it's won two national awards. AdoptingOnline.com is a book that I wrote for hopeful adoption parents. Uh, it's a resource guide with over 1,200 adoption um, sites and resources, uh, valuable tips and stories to help you save time, stress, and finances in a big chapter on there uh, um, for some of the things we're talking about today about uh, fraud. Mm-hmm. So it's available at local bookstores. Um, libraries have it uh, online. And um, if you go to the book site today, um, you can save $10 off um, your order, and it has a money-back guarantee. So when you buy it on the book site, um, adoptingonline.com, you can get that $10 off, and um, it'll pop right up there for you, and also that money-back guarantee. Um, so, Heather, again, we are discussing, you know, avoiding scams and frauds and adoption. Before we left, we talked a little bit about how, you know, there are some expenses involved with adoption. There's no doubt about that. But we want to look at the whole adoption and the whole situation with the birth mother and um, make sure there's screening involved. You know, counseling is important. But we're talking about even way before that, when people are first you know, contacted about a woman. And with the Internet, more and more people are putting up their own websites. Um, you know, they are um, having people contact them. Um, and we all want to believe this is really going to happen, like you mentioned before. Um, 
You know, one of the things, Heather, um, you've worked with and in, in, in when you're working with adoptive families is really trying to educate them on, um, you know, what else to look for. What are some things that I know that you have done personally to share with families that they should watch out for? You know, one of the, the big things, if, if families are, um, you know, sometimes a family will hear about a situation, even if it's a family that's working with Lifetime, they may hear about someone who's pregnant, kind of, uh, and, and a friend of a friend or mm-hmm. a relative of a friend or, mm-hmm. you know, someone at church, something like that. You know, it's, it's good to pursue those, but it's also good to, as you said, keep your eyes open for these red flags and encourage the person to contact your adoption professional. Right. Um, you know, many times one of the, the big things that we see is um, a woman who refuses to contact your adoption professional, whether it is, you know, an agency, an attorney, or an adoption center like Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, they just refuse to do it mm-hmm. because typically that's, that's a big red flag right there that something's not right. You're not right. going to be able to complete an adoption if a birth mother will not work with an attorney at a bare minimum. Mm-hmm. You, you finalize the adoption. And I think a lot of times what we see is, you know, the 20 years I've been doing this is that um, they want to they want to stay that keep that relationship um, with the vulnerable person you know the, the yes. adoptive mom where they know they can suck them in and sure. many times if someone calls often and desperately wanting help um, you know, really very needy um, maybe she doesn't even want you to talk to her doctor right. um, you know those are red flags absolutely Marty we I, I know we've talked a lot about money here and, mm-hmm. and certainly as you said money's a part of it. But, you know, I'd, I'd like you to talk a little bit about the emotional or psychological scam because those are oftentimes harder to spot right? because you don't expect them. Exactly. And you keep thinking, well, she's not asking for money. That's always what, you know, someone will say. Mm-hmm. Well, she's asking for money? No. Well, then she must be okay. And that actually can be more painful. We can all go out and make more money. But that emotion, you know, as adoptive parents, and I know this too, we open our heart up, and then, um, bam, someone tries to hurt us. And, you know, like I mentioned before, this has happened to me. Um, so we've got two different types, the financial fraud and the emotional or psychological fraud. And that's one where a, a woman is see- seeking attention. Um, you know, much more rare, but we're seeing this on the Internet, uh, but very upsetting. Um, they're in need of usually very uh, a lot of psychological help, and they have convincing stories um, the, and the red flags, and they don't go up easily. What happens is they're not asking for money, but they may s- lead you along. And I've had situations, you know, 19 years ago where, you know, a woman would say, I'm, I'm in labor, I'm at this hospital, and then you call the hospital and they've never heard of her. Mm-hmm. And um, they just play mind games with you. And so, you know, we've learned now is that we don't take all, you know, uh, birth mothers that contact us or women that are opposing us. One thing to watch for is a constant communication on the phone, or I am emailing and text messaging where you're really not getting any place. And they're just not, there's something wrong about the conversation. Um, she doesn't, if she's talking about the pregnancy, um, you know, it doesn't always uh, measure up. I know that I've met um, birth mothers in person before, and maybe there she's, she's just chubby, but she's not pregnant. And she's acting like it and she's saying gosh the baby's moved and I know that at this stage the baby's not going to be moving so again passing these by an adoption professional is going to really help too you know Marty I know I know here at Lifetime um, we were involved in a situation a a number of years ago with a with a woman who was trying to be basically a a psychological scam Mm -hmm. and it it is hard even from a professional level Mm -hmm. it is hard to spot them at times Mm -hmm. because as you say you know they're not asking for money 
so your you know your red flags aren't going up. But mm-hmm. the the thing that gave it away to us before, thankfully, before we got a family involved, was that it was the constant communication. So I'm glad mm-hmm. you mentioned that. If if she wasn't on the phone, then she was mm-hmm. emailing. If she mm-hmm. wasn't emailing, she wanted to instant message with us, mm-hmm. and it was they just want attention. That's all. Absolutely. They, yeah, and, and they're just they're just not well, and right. uh, they're out there. Absolutely. And uh, so there's a lot of things. You know, I want to, there's just a few moments here, Heather, where we can share something. You know, there are other types of frauds, too, in which they can be as a professional level. Um, You know, uh, you want to make sure that you're checking out who you're working with, whether it's an agency, a facilitator, or adoption attorney. Check their references. Call the Better Business Bureau in the area. Um, Check the Chamber of Commerce. Call the Attorney General's office in there. Um, Use Google and look them up. Um, you know, ask for references and then call uh, or email their references. And you, this is very important, um, uh, and I want everyone to hear this. You need to feel very comfortable um, with whomever you're going to work with to build your family. This is a relationship that's going to build your family, and you need to trust them, and you need to take all the time you need to check them out. Um, you know, we have people fly across the country to visit our center, mm-hmm. and I think that um, people should do that. A lot of times we find adoptive parents spend more time planning their vacations or the remodel of their home than they do their own adoption, which is sad. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, if, we, if we take more time to plan this out and learn and educate ourselves, we're going to save a lot of um, money and time and stress. Um, and I think that's really important. You know, get the contract and look at it ahead of time. Um, you know, I know that's one thing that uh, Lifetime does is send that over um, and let people look at it because you want to clarify what you're responsible for, what you can expect um, from your adoption professionals, and uh, ask questions. Here's some questions I like people to ask um, before they, they contract with somebody. How long they've been doing adoption work? Um, what's their average wait time? Um, how many adoptions do you do per year? Um, and what's the average adoption cost through the organization? Because you really need to be, you know, within your budget. Um, be aware uh, and, and cautious of, of uh, organizations that really need um, money to present you to a specific, um, you know, situation. It's okay to pay a fee up front because you're not buying a baby. You're paying for a service. But you need to have a contract and need to know what they can do and know they can do what they say they can do. Right, Marty, that's what you mentioned was like when, when you're contacted by someone that says if you send $250 or $1,000 right. or mm-hmm. however much, I'll show you to this birth mom who's coming in tomorrow. Is right. that how that works? Yes, and you know, 20 years ago, there was an attorney here in Sacramento area that uh, would do that. He called 10 families, had them all send in $1,000 a piece, <laughs> and, uh, and said, I'll present your profile to a birth mother. And the birth mom showed up, and he made $10,000, and then the family felt they were, you know, stuck with them. So it was very, very difficult. So, you know, Heather, as we wrap up here, too, a few things I just want to share with people. There is a lot of information out there that you can do to check on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be having some additional shows, teleconferences. Give out your email so people want sure. to contact you. If anyone has questions about any of you know these frauds and scams or really anything in adoption, we're more than happy to talk to you here at Lifetime. My email address is Heather, H-E-A-T-H-E-R, at LifetimeAdoption.com. Note there's no S on the end of adoption. We just do one at a time, lifetimeadoption.com. 
And, you know, we want to hear from people on how this can help them because, they're, you know, again, we, we jammed in to 25 minutes. Normally we take about an hour or so uh, into a teleconference. Um, we, we do have planned another um, show on adoption frauds and scams on what to watch for. And uh, these are um, free of charge, so we want people to be aware of this throughout the United States and the world. And so if you're interested, please let us know, too. Well, Heather, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Marty. um, You know, this has been really helpful to help people. We want to keep adoption safe and secure. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is one reason we brought this up, and uh, we get a lot of questions about this. So I think that's really going to help. I'm Marty Caldwell. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. Email your questions to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. Until next week, have a wonderful week. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.